Oh, sorry about that. I just had to get settled in. Don't worry. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Hello to everyone and welcome to this um, solo voices uh, session. We are with a new rising star of uh, the independent music. Uh, with us, uh, we have uh, Berto. And um, you say um, in, in the, I, I see in the, in the Musa Soup app, uh, do you have, uh, um, you, you don't have a lot of uh, description and I see you do um, the genre, uh, you are targeted as Latin pop, indie pop, uh, pop, alternative pop. And, uh, but the first question is, um, Uh, that we would like to know is who is Berto and how you started your music career? Yeah, um, I think that's a great question. Um, how would I describe Berto? <laughs> well, I guess I guess I can tell you how I got the name. So my my birth name is Alberto. Um, and so it wasn't until like I would say probably college that my friends started calling me Berto. And it just kind of became, I guess, like my like my alter ego as like a young adult and just like whenever I'd meet people and do stuff, I would always just like go by Birdo. And so it's kind of like um, a shout out to like my friends and my community that I've like cultivated in like my time. Um, so I guess that's what I would say, uh, like how I got the name Birdo. Um, what was the other part of your question? Is um, uh, how you begin your um, your music career? Yeah, um, man, I've been playing music for a long time. Um, when I was a freshman in high school, I taught myself how to play piano because I was like in like beginning band or something like that. Like I was playing some low brass horn type of thing. And um, I have always just been really drawn to music. Before I had like any formal training and like music and whatnot, I always had like a keyboard or something in my house and I would just like be playing it all the time. Um, and yeah, I finally had the opportunity to teach myself how to play the instrument. And from there, um, I started like learning some like classical pieces. Um, I studied some like Beethoven a little bit, um, some Debussy. And then when I got into college, I was really into jazz. So I did a lot, of, I played like a lot of jazz piano. Um, I used to play at this restaurant actually, like um, monthly. And sometimes I'd pay for like gala events that they would have. Um, so yeah, that's, I guess kind of how I started my musical journey. And it wasn't until like probably 20, end of 2016, early 2017 that I got into like music production and like started actually like producing like beats and like tracks and stuff like that, rather than just like, playing things like on instruments and whatnot. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's, I would say kind of how my start began in terms of like music. And uh, can you tell us um, a bit more about uh, the background and all growing up in uh, Los Angeles and uh, Orange County influenced yeah. your musical style? Um, Yeah, so um, it's funny because my dad, he was actually a musician too, but he never really like, 
I don't know, taught us like to play music, but he always had like a lot of like different type of music around the house. I remember when I was like in sixth grade, I was like not really into the music that was getting played on the radio, but my dad had this like Beethoven CD and I, I would listen to it and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I was like, wait, I'm in sixth grade. I don't think I should be listening to this. <laughs> and so I kind of like psyched myself out. Um, and um, my mom, both of my parents are from Nicaragua. Um, and so like my mom is funny, like all of my friends who grew up like Latino, they, uh, they're like, oh yeah, my parents are playing like cumbia and like all this stuff when we're cleaning. My mom, my mom was playing techno. Really? So I grew up with, yeah, because she was like, mijo, a mi me gusta ese boom boom. So like, that's like the kind of music I grew up like hearing in the house all the time, aside from like, you know, like whatever pop stuff was like playing. But like, I feel like I had like a very different influence when it comes to like what my parents and my family kind of like were playing um, in relation to like other like first generation like Latino kids. Um, so I thought that was really fun. Um, and then I would say also to another big influence was, uh, was when I was in high school, that's kind of when I really like started to like get my taste. Um, my, my best friend at the time, they put me onto like a lot of really cool, like more alternative stuff. So like they put me onto like Arctic Monkeys, Last Shadow Puppets, um, even like a lot of like global music, like Warsaw Village Band, um, Sigur Ross. Um, I was a big Francophile. Like I probably will do a song in French eventually. Honestly, I love French. Um, I was obsessed with Dalida. I don't know if you know Dalida. Yeah, I I don't know really this uh this, this one. Sorry. But, uh, no, it's a... okay. Yeah, she was like. Ah, Dalida. Like the... Dalida. She... Dalida. Okay, yeah, 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 This one, no. <laughs> she, want, she was crazy because, like, I think it was, like, 2010 when Justin Bieber was, like, really, like, on the rise and everyone expected him to win Best New Artist at the Grammys. She actually won Best New Artist and she's, like, a jazz musician. Everyone was like, who's she? She came in with, like, a super sick fro and, like, a double bass, like, took the Grammy and, like, left. And so that's how I got to, like, know her. And funny enough, That was the first concert I ever went to in my life. Was I went to one of her concerts when I was a, a freshman in college. And uh, so you have um, a lot of influence from uh, Europe side uh, and uh, from uh, also North America and uh, from uh, South America too, Central America. This is um, uh, something that uh, we will have uh, in uh, your uh, new album. Uh, Um, it was the, 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 the next question is uh, all while you describe the sonic uh, journey that the listeners can expect uh, when uh, yeah. they listen um, uh, Relampago Romantico from start to finish yeah um, so I think 
I do a pretty cool job in this project of kind of putting a taste of like a lot of my influences. Um, the first song is definitely like a romantic song, like me like playing something on the piano. Um, it gives like a, an old Hollywood kind of feeling. And like the next song, my friend, he describes it as like, it, it sounds like an incubus song to him. Um, and then the next song is like Spanish street guitar. And then the fourth song, which is probably going to be the next single I release, has like a Arctic Monkeys, like Tame Impala kind of vibe. So you kind of like go through a lot of genres, as I've kind of said, like in my description, like it's like a story through genres. Um, and I feel like the thing that I really like about it is like, if you think about the songs individually, right? Like each genre of the song, you're like, how does this song work with this song, then that song, then that song? But somehow some way like the sequence of the songs they all like make sense and um it's not like you're listening to like the song and then you just like this saca de onda you know it's not like it just like takes you out of the vibe and stuff like that like it really like when you're getting ready to leave one song and then starting the next song the transitions do a really good job of like bringing you in and not making you feel like oh this is like so clunky and like sporadic like the songs really like flow really well with one another. So um, I would say best way I could kind of like give a succinct synopsis of the sonic journey would probably be like, um, I guess like kind of what I said, like in, in my, my earlier responses is just like a, like a story through genres, but like a smooth story through genres. Like it doesn't feel clunky or like, like um like how did we get here like you don't feel that way throughout the project are there any um, other uh, artists uh, or uh, musicians uh, who had uh, uh, an impact on your musical style um, or your approach to storytelling uh, through music yeah um Probably, like, earlier, I would say I had, like, a big, like, Frank Sinatra influence, honestly. Like, I used to sing his songs all the time. So I feel like, um, just, like, stylistically, like, I have kind of, like, a jazzier kind of style, especially when I hit certain registers. Um, and I would describe that to him. In terms of songwriting, uh, I feel like I really, really, really like Frank Ocean. I feel like the thing I like about Frank Ocean is he's like not afraid to um, kind of break out of a formula. Um, I know Poppy Wappy is like pretty like standard, like, you know, you have your verse, your chorus, your verse, your chorus, bridge, uh, chorus. Um, but a lot of the other songs on the project um, don't necessarily follow like an ABAB kind of like formula type of thing. And so I find myself really liking artists like Aphex Twin, Bjork, Frank Ocean, um, all those kinds of artists that really like don't hold themselves to like a formula, but like their music still like makes sense and like makes waves. And then how do you balance um, your desire to experiment with the different sounds while still maintaining a cohesive and engaging album for your listener? And... Uh, How do you balance two languages? Um, yeah, hold on, give me one second. Um, uh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like my approach is very much um, like stream of consciousness, very much just like, I like whenever people ask me like, like, how do you make music? I, I tell them it's very much like, I don't even feel like I'm making the music. I feel like these ideas just like come to me and I kind of feel more of like an oracle or like a conduit for like these ideas that come from somewhere else. And so um, I guess that's the way that I balance it is like, I don't really have to balance it. Like the ideas just like come and I just like throw them onto something. And I'm like, oh, cool. That sounded cool. I like that. Okay. Oh, cool. That sounded cool. I like that. Um, and then usually it ends up like by the time I'm done and I like snap back to reality, I'm like, I have something that makes sense. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with like the languages. Um, I feel like, you know, there's certain things in English that I can express easier and there's certain things in Spanish that I can express. And so um, it's funny because I actually did that intentionally. Like on the third song is called Paredes, which is my, my last name. Um, and that song is all about like, it's like reflecting on like, oh, what could I have done in this relationship? Because this whole project is basically the story, the love story between me and my ex. And um, that third song is like me reflecting on like what I could have like done better. And so I purposefully like wrote it entirely in Spanish because I was like on my knees basically in that song. Be like, amor mio, perdóname, no, 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 right? And so I just feel like, I don't know, like when it comes to expressing that vein of like emotion, I feel like it's more powerfully expressed in the Spanish language rather than in the English language. So um, that's kind of like, I guess, how I balance between like the languages. It's kind of more of like, okay, like what kind of oomph do I need to give to this like idea that I'm trying to communicate? Does it need to be in Spanish or does it need to be in English? And then that's kind of like how it ends up being. And uh, can you share a uh, behind the scenes anecdote or uh, interesting uh, stories uh, related uh, to your journey as an artist? Um, yeah, okay, what's a good behind the scenes? Um, let's see. Let behind the scenes, like when I'm like writing songs or just like behind the scenes, like, like as an artist, like random anecdote. And um, I can ask, uh, what's your, um... sorry, I, I, I don't uh, get it, uh, your, your last uh, sentence. You, you can repeat. Yeah. Um, so do you want like more behind the scenes, like when I'm like creating a song or do you want more like behind the scenes, like just like my journey as an artist? Uh, the first one, if you have uh, um, some anecdote, uh that can be interesting or funny? Um, let's see. Um, 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 um. I'm like thinking about my songs right now. Um, uh, uh, I feel like I can't think of like something worth sharing right now. Um, I mean, I have a lot of like, I have a lot of good chemistry with the producer I work with. And like every time we get on a call and like work on the songs, um, we always like are laughing and vibing. But I can't think of like anything like specific off the top of my head that would be like fun to share. Um, I guess the one thing that I can say is um, 
the first song of my project is called The Way You Stare At Me Tonight. The chords that I use to write this song are the chords from that one old Hollywood film. I think it's called Luna Amore en No. I don't know if you know that song. Oh, oh. It's like a, it's an old Hollywood, like kind of instrumental song. Um, yeah, the first song, I basically like got those chords and like made my own thing on the piano with it. Um, so that's, I guess, what I could say right now to the top of my head. Uh, that's interesting. Is uh, is also the um, the thing you have a lot of influences, a lot of uh, information in your brain, and then you you um, reutilize that, uh, and this is uh, very inter interesting um, for for your uh, some writing. I think. Uh, I can ask, what's your favorite part of uh, the music creation music creation process? Uh, from writing to recording and performing. And do you have any unique rituals? Um, let's see. I would probably say my favorite thing is like the creation aspect. I think that's like the most like rewarding and fun part because I feel like that's the part where you really get to, um, I don't know, like go to like a special place and really like i know the way i describe the way i feel like it is it's, it's kind of like i black out honestly like i just like i'm like vibing really hard putting some sounds together and then like hours pass by and i like snap back and i'm like play and i play back like what i like wrote or whatever and i'm like whoa like i wrote that like that's crazy um so i guess that's what i would say out of those th those three things um definitely the creation part Um, what was the last part of your last question? If uh, do you have uh, any unique rituals uh, on your uh, um, when you make music? Do I have any unit? What? Sorry, I don't. I'm not uh, picking up rituals. Ritual. Oh, rituals, rituals. Uh, um, unique rituals. Um, I feel like usually I. I it's a, so it depends. Um. I notice like certain instruments can get me into like certain zones. So like uh, maybe I'll like play on my guitar a little bit to kind of just like get in a vibe or something like that. Or maybe I'll just like jam on like my piano and just like get on a vibe or something like that. Um, or maybe even too like sometimes I have like words that I just like get obsessed with and I kind of like make poems in my head and then like I'll just like um, kind of repeat those words until like a melody comes out. That's how it went for the sixth song in the project called Chrysanthemums. One day I was obsessed. I was just like Chrysanthemums, Chrysanthemums. I was almost in love. Chrysanthemums, Chrysanthemums, hear my heart strum. And then like from there, I like created like a whole song. And how do you approach um, some writing? Are there are uh, specific events uh, or experiences that often um, serve as inspiration for your lyrics? Yeah, so um, every lyric that I wrote is like from the heart for sure. Um, especially for this project, um, it's pretty much the story of my ex and like our relationship. Like the first song is like when we like when I fell in love with him. The second song is like the moment we broke up and I felt like death on my heart. The third song is like me being like, no, I could have done this better. The fourth song is like, wait, actually, fuck that. Like you could have done all of this better. Fifth song is me being like, ah, I still miss you. 
sixth song is like reflecting on all that and then the seventh song is just like finally like releasing it and then like Bapi Wapi is like the kind of like the opus like magnum in a sense like the the resolution of like kind of like my perfect person like what I would expect to have in a perfect person and so I really outlined that in the last verse of Papi Wapi where it's like um tu mi papi yo tu nene siempre pasamos como pensé tu a mi lado lo que has dado ahora te doy mi corazón entregado like that very much is um something like from my heart you know like for me to fully like fall in love with someone i feel like i really need to um i feel like i really need to have the sense of trust and i feel like i really need to have like the sense of like I can go anywhere with them type of thing. And so like um uh, yeah I guess I guess that's what I would say to your question. And then um, when the album would be uh, released uh, just to uh set the date uh, on uh, yeah. on my calendar. <laughs> yeah. Um me and my producer were thinking that we probably want to release it sometime in March, maybe April if things kind of like delay a little bit, but um we're definitely planning on releasing the next single from the project uh next month or maybe early February. And uh, what are the um, your, the goals and the aspiration for uh, the future? Do you have any specific uh, milestones uh, or projects uh, on the horizon? Yeah, um I have so many things I want to do honestly. Um I have a whole other album that I already kind of started writing in my head. Um I actually have a whole bunch of other songs in my vault that I can um add onto this album to create kind of like a deluxe version. Um I have a bunch of music videos I want to make. Um a lot of my friends they make music videos and stuff like in LA, so I'm really lucky. I pretty much have a team already set. Um I would say probably just like I don't know, the biggest goal of mine is just to be able to bring to life like all the visions that I have. So, um I definitely just kind of want to do everything. So like I have visions for music videos, right? I have music for or visions for my next album. I have visions for like how I want my performances to be and like how the stage design and stuff like that, like choreography, like I dance too so it's like I want to like incorporate everything and just I feel like I like my handle Birdotopia does a really good job of encapsulating kind of like what the vibe is it's like I kind of create like this own world and I want everybody everyone to be able to like walk into it Now we will play your new single um, uh, Papi Guapi and uh-huh. uh, maybe you can introduce it uh, for us and uh, let us know what do you want to express uh, with uh, that song yeah um it's very intentionally a very fun and easy song um because it's just very much about like um just like the fun light parts of like romance and um I don't know it's very much like a lot of smiles and roses as I guess I would say is like the feeling of like the song. Berto, muchísimas gracias por uh, estar con uh, nosotros uh, aquí en uh, la European Indie Music Network. Uh, 
and uh, now we will play the Papi Guapi. And uh, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I truly hope uh, uh, to listen your album uh, very soon. That uh, sound uh, really interesting. Thank you so much. Muchísimas gracias a ustedes también. Chao. <laughs> Un placer. Chao. <laughs>